Hey, you're listening to the Celine Charlotte podcast and welcome to episode two. I'm talking about how I organize my team. If you haven't listened to episode one, I explain in detail about all the mistakes that I had with hiring a team. I've been having a business now for over six years. I, I went through different episodes and years of how big my team was. I've worked with in a real office on the canals of Amsterdam with a team of 15 people. And I think in the office we were with six people or something like that, full time. There are periods in my entrepreneurial career that I've only worked with freelancers. There are periods where I just was tired of everyone, <laughs> fired everyone and just did everything by myself. And right now I'm implementing a whole new system of working with a team. I'm extremely enthusiastic about it and I'm going to explain in this episode what the system exact exactly is. But I do recommend you listening to episode one first to understand my philosophy about why I'm going to implement a system like this. It's very different than what you hear out there. So a couple months back, I think eight weeks back, I sat down and I realized it's not working anymore. There are too many tasks that I'm doing all by myself. I let a lot of opportunities slip because I don't have the bandwidth myself to pick it up. And those are easy, small things like a TikTok account or outreach to a lot of podcasts to introduce me as a guest. Those are the tasks that right now in my team, nobody is really picking up because I explained in the last episode how my team is working. They're doing the customer service, they're doing the email, they're doing editing of the videos, but all of the other stuff I do myself. And I was like, okay, I can start hiring people like the old days, but what are the most important things that usually in the old days, in you know the times that I tried this before, that always are going wrong. Most of them, it's all my fault. <laughs> so I already explained, I'm extremely impatient. So usually when I give out a task and somebody answers, oh yeah, I will do that. Um, let me see, I can do it on Wednesday. And I, you know, I, I have time then. It's already too late for me. I want things done right now. <laughs> And right here, and I always feel, well, it's like 20 minutes of work. I will just, you know, change the website myself, or I will quickly make a Canva design myself, or I can just, you know, write that email myself. With knowing that about myself, I can do two things. One is trying to be more patient. And I've tried that. You kind of have to when you have to, when you can't do everything yourself and you're delegating things. The problem with that is, though, that if I think of a new concept, for instance, I feel the sales page need to have a different header and a different text on it. I am at that moment inspired and I'm at that moment enthusiastic about it. And for me to work with that energy and to brainstorm with that energy and to delegate tasks with that energy, it's kind of ebbs away in the next days. If it's only a week later, somebody's like, oh, okay, so right now you have time to change the header. Tell me, Celine, what was it exactly? Or did you want it like this or did? I'm already at 700 different projects. Or, and it happens also all the time, of course, that I, for instance, with this podcast, I want to publish this podcast as soon as possible. But in order to make this podcast publicable, publicable? publishable <laughs> i need a podcast cover i need somebody to set up all the software behind it so um, go to the sites and say hey this is a new podcast you can listen to it here and there and if i want to delegate the task of making a podcast cover right now something that i don't have to do myself and somebody says oh yeah i can do that next wednesday i want to pu publish this podcast right now because i'm now enthusiastic about it and that energy of creating and 
putting out the content and the stuff that I'm happy about that is as a content creator is such a driving force behind my company that I end up doing the, all those stuff by myself. So the only solution for this problem is just hire more people. So if you think of it, if you have a team of 12 people waiting for tasks, then somebody can, somebody will have the time right now. So that was one of the things I knew I needed to incorporate in my new system of working with the team, the ability that every task will be done within 24 hours. And I try when I set new goals or I think of new systems, I always try to start with the most ideal situation. I try to visualize what if money wasn't a problem? What if time wasn't a problem? How would I then have a team working for me? And I thought, well, what would be ideal that if I go to bed, that the team is just working? Well, and it's, it turns out it's not that complicated because we are all living in different time zones in this world. And now that I have an English company instead of a Dutch company, I can literally hire people from all over the world in my team. So when I go to bed and in America it's night, it's daytime in Asia and it's daytime in Europe. So if I start thinking of my team way more broad than I've been doing so far, I can have somebody in every time zone working for me. So when I go to bed and I give a task and I wake up, the task can be done. So with that in mind, I started redesigning the amount of people and teams that I had in mind for my company. One of the tips I always give for people thinking about who to hire is imagine yourself as a multinational, as a huge company with designated teams for every part of your business. For instance, my teams is team email, team website, team copywriting, team finance, team editors, team shorts, team answering socials, team Canva, team courses, <laughs> team podcast, team, team translate, team task rabbit, team transcribers and team HR. So it's basically I looked at all my activities and what are the tasks and the teams that will make sense with those kind of activities in my business. Every team has its own script, own goals and own way of working. So for instance, the goal of team podcast is publishing the podcast, making sure people are listening to the podcast, making sure that the podcast gets um, reviews. So all the things, all the milestones we need to hit, the red flags, and with red flags, I mean like this should never happen in this team, or this should, uh, this actually has, uh, Celine finds this really important that this happens uh, with this team. It's all written down in a script. And this is usually in most companies, this is just a job description. So you hire somebody for the podcast or you hire somebody for the email marketing. And what I do differently is that it is a team. So I hire two, three or four or even five people for the same job. So instead of relying on one person to hopefully have all the skills and the enthusiasm and the knowledge to bring that to the next level or to hit those goals, I make four or five people responsible for it. And instead of overloading one person with a lot of tasks and he, he or she has to plan them out for the next days, like, okay, on Monday, I'm going to do the podcast cover. On Tuesday, I'm going to do the software. And on Wednesday, I'm going to... I can now have five people 
all working on the same task on Monday. And that immediately solves my whole thing about, okay, I want everything done right now, instead of that I have to wait for people. In the team, the tasks get dropped, and sometimes in a week it would be not many tasks, sometimes there are a lot of tasks, and people who are willing to pick that up and who are able to pick it up in the next 24 hours, they can assign the task to themselves. Why do I do it on this way? Well, working with a team instead of one person, that's already been proven in my company that that is amazing. I've been working with that principle for the past years. Every time that you hire one person to do your to do a job, it creates a couple of side effects. One, <laughs> that person um, might quit the job. A week later, um, a year later, three years later, you get dependent on that person and that person has all the knowledge. That is a little bit scary. I, as a business owner, never want to be dependent on my team members. And it's not even when they quit, also when they start wanting to have way much money for the task at hand, because they start realizing, hey, wait, I know a lot now and I am kind of irreplaceable. Celine really needs me. I'm going to double my prices. You never want to be in that situation as an entrepreneur. So if you always have multiple people on the same task, it is they are way more replaceable. And that sounds really harsh maybe, but um, in my experience, my team actually really loves it too. Because when they have a sick day or they don't feel like working for a week or they don't feel like doing the task, they can literally just hand it over to one of their other team members. They're not carrying the weight and expectations and responsibility of the whole task. And if they don't feel like it, they don't have to do it. They just let another team member do it. The second reason why it works so well to have multiple people on the same task is that they ask each other questions. So instead of when they're in doubt about something that they have to ask me that or the manager that, they can literally put it in a group step and say, hey, I just had this problem, I got this email, what do you guys think? Or what would you do in my situation? Because everyone has the same job and they do the same task, they can advise each other and they can just really quickly bounce off ideas on each other. That saves me or the managers so much question, it's unbelievable and it works great. The third advantage is that they can work each other in. And what I mean by that is that when you got hired in my team, you always get that script what I talked about earlier. So you got the script with your job description, the goals, the things you should do, things you shouldn't do, what is what is expected of you. But to really get to know the job, it's easier if somebody who is actually doing the job is helping you get comfortable. And usually when you hire a person, you do that because somebody else is leaving that position. So the person leaving is sometimes still helping, but then that person left. But with my structure of having always multiple people, people doing the same task, they can work each other in. So they can help each other and make each other better in that way. So it's a way more smooth onboarding process for new team members. And I got often the question, but then you pay double or three times as much with multiple people on the same task. No, of course not, because the amount of work is still the same amount of work. It's I don't have all these three people on my payroll. I pay them by the hour. I pay them for the task they're doing. So if I pay one person for 10 hours or I pay three persons for each, what is it, three and a half hours, it doesn't really matter to me. 
And the payment and the amount that I pay is always the same for in the team. And it's very upfront and very clear. You always see at my job descriptions already what you're gonna get paid when you're one of the team members. And I don't know, I just love the clarity. I love the, um, I love this structure. So I knew that when I was thinking of a whole new structure for my team, that having multiple people on the same task, that was one of the things I definitely wanted to keep. All right, another advantage, and then I stop with <laughs> boasting about how amazing it works to have multiple people on the same task. But do you recognize the situation that you hire somebody and let's say you ask him or her to edit your podcast. And after a while, and I always advise to, if you give a task, always say how much time you think the task will be. So for instance, if, if adding a podcast, I think it should take two hours, you're like, you're expressing that to the team member who's going to do the task. So there's an expectation of this is how much time it probably will cost. And in my team, every team member has to report back if that was indeed correct. Most of the time it's longer, <laughs> but they will report back like, oh, it actually took me four hours. And that is fine. But when you have only one person on the task, you then start thinking like, oh, okay. So apparently it's four hours to edit a podcast. When you have multiple people doing the same task, you all of a sudden start noticing that, for instance, Karen takes um, four hours of editing a podcast, but Pim only takes half an hour. And you start realizing Pim is doing something different than Karen and it works better. So then you start asking Pim, Pim, what are you doing that it goes so fast with you? And Pim can explain and teach to Karen how he does it. So while people are working on the tasks, they're actually streamlining processes because everyone brings their own unique input. And I think I want to emphasize this because it seems a little bit like I'm a machine and working people working for me. I do obviously notice every unique team member with their unique qualities. So you, after a while you start noticing, oh, it is her quality to be extremely sweet on difficult emails and the team members themselves are starting to notice also their own strengths and weaknesses in the team. So they'd be like, oh, okay, no, um, if it's a podcast about, uh, I don't know, team members, then maybe uh, Pim should do it because he really loves that subject. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I will stop about the subject right now, about multiple people, because there's a lot more to explain about the way I work with team members. Lo let's go to the second pillar of my team system. And that is that it's international. And I already told you about it. I really like to have different people from different time zones in my team. And it's a great example from last night, actually. Last night, I worked on my personal uh, website a little bit. I finished it. And at that time, um, Ferris, who lives in Bali, woke up and literally took over and finished up the website. And then a couple hours later, Jamie, the other manager, woke up and also finished the website. And then when I woke up, <laughs> it was nine hours later, uh, the whole website was finished. So three people worked on it um, literally constantly because we all live in different time zones. So for me to want to make sure that every task is done within the 24 hours, I just have to make sure that in every time zone there are people who can subscribe to the task. So if I place three or four or five people in every team, chances are pretty high that whenever I deliver a task, one of the team members can pick it up in the next 24 hours. And let me explain the work. Let me explain the workflow a little bit better about how I delegate tasks. So with the knowledge 
that I don't like to manage people. <laughs> I only talk to my two managers and I talk to them by using mostly voice apps. I'm too lazy to type, so we use Slack and I'm in this special Slack channel together with my two managers and I leave voice messages. For instance, if I now think that my website should be adjusted, an email should be crafted and if I wanna have, uh, I don't know, 10, 10 new ideas about uh, reels or something, I leave them messages with the task. The managers then pick those tasks out of the voice app and write them down in their management system. And they use monday.com right now. So they write down, okay, Celine wants a new website. Those are two tasks for the copywriting team. It's one task for the design team. That is one task for the, I don't know, the marketing team. And they're dividing the tasks in between the teams. So they're taking the huge tasks that I give them, dividing them into smaller tasks, giving the expectation of how many hours of work that is. And right now, and that's really simple because I love simplicity and I don't like a lot of systems for all these team members to log in. We just use Google Docs. So every team has his own, um, has its own Google Doc. And literally it just is a description of this is the task. This is how long you're gonna do for it. Who's up for it? And right after placing or typing the task in the Google Doc, the manager updates the team Slack or the team WhatsApp because all the teams are in little Slack groups or little WhatsApp groups together. And they literally just say, hey, there's a new task. If you're up for it, let the, uh, write your name after the task. And then whoever comes first and whoever has time to do it in the next 24 hours, does the task, finish the task, let the manager know task is done. The manager checks the task and then let me know, Celine, task is done. So that is, that is how the system works. At least in theory, <laughs> I need to now. I'm gonna I'm gonna implement this in the next coming weeks and months and uh, tweak it until it really works really well. But the 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 things I love about it, of course, the most is that I don't have to micromanage or have to wait for tasks to be done. And as soon as there's nobody who can pick up a task in the next 24 hours, it literally means that I have to hire more people. So more people in the team. And that's just, in, for that to happen, I just need to have an ongoing stream of people who can um, join the team. And I think that's just a crazy important part to have as a growing company. So I'm very dedicated to keep letting know on my socials I need new team members or referring to the job page or posting jobs somewhere on the internet. One of the other reasons why I'm so enthusiastic about this system is that it hopefully will make it very visible what people are extremely willing to work, are extremely enthusiastic and good in their work. So if a certain team member just keeps picking up all the tasks and they'd be done within 24 hours and they're great and the work is amazing and he or she works really well together with the managers and everything is just going really great, that will be noticeable. That will be really visible for the managers. And then that team member has the opportunity, and we've got this whole system, it's really fun, opportunity to earn bonuses, opportunity to get um, new roles and responsibilities. And this is also a way of working that I've been um, practicing in the past years, and it works really well because I always had for the past years team of transcribers. Transcribers are people who take my online courses and literally word for word type down what I'm saying in those courses. So if you buy a course from me, most of the courses now 
all my Dutch courses, for instance, have uh, literally transcripts of all the things I teach. And to enable to do that, I have a whole team of transcribers. And that is one of the lowest paid jobs in my whole company. But if you really are, you know, if you are a star transcriber and we notice, oh, it's really easy to work with, or you come with good suggestions, you will grow to another team and to another team and to higher roles and more responsibility. The beauty of the system is also that obviously I don't have to micromanage. I have no idea. I'm not in the Slack group of these teams. I don't have to communicate with anyone. And at the same time, I do want to be involved. And I do want to have, obviously, because it's such a personal business, everyone is working for Celine, Charlotte and my courses. I do want to have that interaction. And I do want to have a little bit of an understanding who is working for me and what goes well. So I thought of a great way. What is my most easy, convenient way to update people? And for me, that's Instagram. Instagram, I've been using it for over four years now. And I'm well known for my ability to build uh, thriving communities on Instagram. So I thought my team, and I don't know how many people will end up having, but it might be 20 or 40 people. Um, I want them all on an Instagram together with me. So I've made a team Celine Instagram and everyone who is... Um, part of my team has access to that Instagram and that Instagram will have updates weekly and daily about me working on small things, celebrating little wins of the teams. The managers have access to the stories as well. So they might just make a story like, hey, the translations of um, team uh, trans transcribe uh, just came in. Uh, thanks so much. Great work, uh, Pim. Or, oh my God, this is amazing, a new site just launched. Thank you so much for all the hard work. Have you noticed the little, you know, so they can pick out certain team members who did a great job or certain wins that we had or certain goals. So I think that is a really fun and easy way to let everyone in the team be involved and um, feel part of the team and part of, part of the progress. Because that's one of the other things I'm really bad at as a manager, usually. I never really update the team sometimes my own instagram knows of new courses faster than my own team because i already put it on instagram in my enthusiasm and i forgot to update the team about it and there are a lot of uh, fun things i thought of if you're part of it there is of course like you have that also with my courses this tile that you can introduce yourself and talk about yourself so all the team members get to know each other and can follow each other there's also this tile where you can drop your good idea for the business or there's a tile to com complement each other It's also a great place for me to make pictures and videos with values of the company or with examples of how we do stuff. So everyone at the same time can just look at the video and be more familiar with the company and the values and the culture that I have. The managers will have a team meeting every, um, every three weeks and it depends a little bit on how active the team is, of course. Um, with just to hear how everything's going, what, what, what they need to know. I am not going to have those team meetings. As I said before in the last episode, I don't like meetings, so I'm not going to be in those meetings. But because I do like to see all the, all the people who are working for me and I do want to create that fun team feeling, I will have monthly borrels. How do you say that? Monthly Zoom calls um, and they're free to attend. You don't have to attend. Where we're just chatting and um, uh, getting to know each other. And it's this whole monthly monthly team check-in. By the way, if I talk about the team meetings, that's at the highest 15 minutes. Again, I don't believe in long meetings. I think most of them can just be Slack message. 
what do I need to tell you for this system to make sense? First off, I don't know if it makes sense. I feel this is going to work great, but I'm not sure. I do know that this will require a lot of people hiring from all over the world. I'm quite excited for that though. And I like mixing the cultures. I like mixing. Um, and it's fine if they're, you know, Dutch people, because right now, as of now, most of my audience exists of Dutch people. And I encourage you to, if you really feel like, oh my God, this is a way of working that I, that I would like check out the jobs page um just know that for me if you you know it, it, this whole system doesn't work if everyone is in the same time zone <laughs> so i definitely want to reach out to audiences in australia and asia and um, the us to just have that diversity in time zone in my team so i don't know if this is gonna work and i'm just gonna give myself three months to implement it tweak it um make it better rely on a lot on my managers also to you know make make it work and see how it works i think one of the most important things that i hope to inspire you with with this episode is that you can create your own system of how to work with a team and i've been tweaking that since the beginning of me as an entrepreneur and I'm still tweaking with it. And sometimes it's this huge thing what I do now that it's a whole new way of working and everything is going to be different. Sometimes it's smaller. But just know that when you're frustrated right now with how you delegate or how many people are on your team, know that you have the power. It's your business. You can decide how you want things done and in what way things are being done. And don't distract yourself too much with how other people are running their business. Because leadership and how to run your business is such a personal thing so find a way that works for you the last thing for right now that i want to touch on i can see myself making a new episode about this subject um, a couple months from now <laughs> just to tell you all about the the mistakes and all the things that didn't work uh, well and what did work well the last thing i want to touch on is um how i hire these people in this system what i come up with now um Ideally, the managers are on my payroll and all the other people are freelance. So I pay them by the hour or by the project. Right now, for every job description, I think we have 20 job descriptions open right now. Um, there is an hourly salary and it varies between, I think the lowest is $20, might be $25. Um, and it goes up to, I want to say $50. Um, an hour and that means that if people are wanna work in my team that they have to send an invoice so you have to be a contractor or you have to be how we call it in Dutch ingeschreven by the KVK so you're able to send in an invoice and I yeah you work as a contractor there also be tasks when you're for instance in the team um, copywriting there will be tasks that I say okay instead of an hourly salary this task actually has just you know it's a it's a round two hundred dollars for this task who's who's up for it so if you're interested in uh, working in my team and preferably if you're in one of the time zones that isn't europe let me know go to celinecharlotte.com um, slash jobs or you can find jobs there somewhere on the page and we'll put it in the show notes too and check out if there's a job description that really fits you. Then I see you really soon, hopefully, in my um, online 
Instagram community with only the team. Thank you for listening. I really enjoyed talking about this. Um, I will follow up with how it all worked because it's such a new thing for me to make a whole podcast in English. I really appreciate if you let me know what you what you thought of it on my in my DMs. So let me know if you listen to it or shout out. Send it to people who you think might benefit from the episode. And I see you in the next episode. Bye bye.